0: This is Mrs. Corrin reading 20.7 and 20.8. The discussion of fluid pressure thus far has been confined to stationary fluids. Motion produces an additional influence. Most people think that atmospheric pressure increases in a gale, tornado or hurricane. Actually, the opposite is true. High-speed winds may blow the roof off your house, but the pressure within the winds is actually less, the first still air of the same density. As strange as as it may first seem, when the speed for a fluid increases, its pressure decreases. This is true for all fluids, liquids, and gases alike. Consider a continuous flow of water through a pipe. Because the water doesn't... Bunch up the amount of water that flows past any given section of the pipe is the same as the amount of water past any other section of the same pipe. This is true whether the pipe widens or narrows as a as a as a consequence of continuous flow, the water in the wide parts will slow down and the water in the narrow parts will speed up. You can observe this when you put your finger over the outlet of a water hose. Daniel Bernoulli, a Swiss scientist of the 18th century, experimented with water flowing through pipes. He found that the greater the speed of flow, the less is the force of the water at right angles sideways to the direction of flow. The pressure at the walls of the pipes decreases when the speed of the water increases. Bernoulli found that this principle is true in both liquids and gases. Bernoulli's principle in its simplest form states, when the speed of a fluid increases, the pressure drops. Bernoulli's principle is a consequence of the conservation of energy. For a steady flow of fluid, there are three kinds of energy. Kinetic energy due to motion, potential energy due to pressure, and gravitational potential energy due to elevation. In a steady fluid flow where no energy is added or taken away, the sum of these forces of energy remains constant. If the elevation of the flowing fluid does not change, then an increase in speed means a decrease in pressure and vice versa. The decrease of fluid pressure with increase in speed may at first seem surprising, particularly if we fail to distinguish between the pressure in the fluid and the pressure in the fluid on something that interferes with the flow. The pressure within the fast moving fl- Water in a fire hose is relatively low, whereas the pressure that the water can exert on anything in its path to slow it down may be huge. In a steady flow, one small bit of fluid follows along the same path as a bit of fluid in front in front of it. The fluid of a flu, the motion of a fluid in a steady flow follows streamlines, which are represented by dashed lines in figure 20.17 and later figures. Streamlines are the smooth paths or trajectories of the bits of fluid. The lines are closer together in the narrower regions where the flow is faster and the pressure is less. Bernoulli's principle holds only for steady flow. If the flow speed is too great, the flow may become turbulent and follow a changing, curling path known as an eddy. In that case, Bernoulli's principle does not hold. 20.8. Applications of Bernoulli's principle. Bernoulli's principle accounts for the flight of birds and aircraft. The shape and orientation of the wings ensure that Air passes somewhat faster over the top surface of the wing than beneath the lower surface. Pressure above the wing is less than pressure below the wing. The difference between these pressures produces a net upward force, appropriately appropriately called lift. Even a small pressure difference multiplied by a large wing area can produce a considerable force. When lift equals weight, horizontal flight is possible. There's a great picture, uh, um, figure 20.19, that you should take a look at. The lift is greater for high speeds and larger wing areas. Hence, low speed gliders have very large wings relative to the size of the fuselage. The wings of faster moving aircraft are relatively small. We began our discussion of Bernoulli's principle by stating that atmospheric pressure decreases in a strong wind. As figure 20.20 shows, air pressure above a roof is less than air pressure inside a building when the wind is blowing. This produces a lift that may result in a roof being blown off roofs are usually constructed to withstand increasing downward loads the weight of snow for example but not for increased upward forces unless the building is well vented the stagnant air inside can push the roof off okay so i want you to think what is that upward force that they're talking about okay so that was what the discussion question was about what is the upward force that's pushing the roof off. Bernoulli's principle is involved in the curving path of spinning balls. When a moving baseball, tennis ball, or any kind of ball spins, unequal air pressures are produced on opposite sides of the ball. Note in figure 20.21, right? Okay, so that's, uh, you should take a look at that, 20.21 on the PDF that the streamlines are closer at B than A for the direction of spin shown. Air pressure is greater at A and the ball curves as indicated. Curving may be increased by threads or fuzz, which help to drag a thin layer of air with the ball and produce further crowding of streamlines on one side. You can demonstrate Bernoulli's principle quite interestingly in your kitchen sink. Tape a ping-pong ball to a string and allow the ball to swing into a stream of running water. we could definitely do this in the lab. You'll see that it will remain in the stream even when tugged slightly to the side, as shown. Pressure of stationary air on the ball is greater than the pressure of moving water. The ball is pushed into the region of reduced pressure by the atmosphere. A similar thing happens to a bathroom shower curtain when the shower water is turned on full blast. Air near the water stream flows into the lower pressure stream and is swept downward with the falling water. (coughs) Sorry. Air pressure inside the curtain is thus reduced, and the atmospheric pressure outside pushes the curtain inward, providing an escape route for the downward swept air. The effect is small compared with the convection produced by temperature differences. But nevertheless, the next time you're taking a shower and the curtain swings in against your legs, think of Daniel Bernoulli. <laughs> OK. All right. So that's 20.7 and 20.8, the last part of Chapter 20. All right. Thanks a lot.